Hello, 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 and welcome back to Just Like Other Girls. It's me, Shannon Fiedler, your host, and as always, so excited to talk to you. Guys, I am pretty sure that this episode this week marks the one-year anniversary of Just Like Other Girls existing as a podcast. And could I have actually gone back into my records and done the research and found out if, in fact, this was the one-year anniversary instead of just speculating? Absolutely, I could have. Did I? No, but that's not the point. The point is, whether it's exactly this week or it was last week or it's next week, Just Like Other Girls is roughly a one-year-old, right? It's sleeping through the night now. It's eating some solid food, I think. I don't know. I'm not a kid. I think this is how it works. Um, I... And I said I'm not a kid. I meant to say I don't have kids. But anyway, that's a very weird metaphor that I'm going to pretend I didn't say. But my point is I've been doing this show for about a year and you guys have been listening and it has been so much fun to do. And it's taken on so many different iterations, to be honest. Like it started, it was a live show. Then there were times when I would do like two 30-minute episodes in one live recording and then release them and... I just, you know, I I mentioned this at the beginning a year ago when I started podcasting was something that I was excited about, but also intimidated by. It was not an art form or a medium that I was super familiar with prior to starting my own, which maybe that is a recipe for disaster. I don't know. I'm going to say it's a recipe for success because you're not bogged down with the expectations of what you already know to be true. But anyway, a year ago, I embarked on this journey to have a way to talk with you guys a little bit more candidly and obviously longer form. You know, most of what I do lives on social. um, So that's at most three minutes, if not 30 seconds. And then of course I have my standup, which is you know, truly long form. It's a full hour of comedy, but it is, it's a different, it's a performance. It's a written piece of work. Whereas this is conversational. It's what I'm feeling that week, what I want to talk to you guys about. And hopefully, even though this is also sort of one way communicative, because I don't have a podcast where you guys are calling in and we're talking to each other in that way, I hope it does feel more like we're having a conversation together. So All that to say, I just want to thank you guys for listening, for being interested, for enjoying the podcast. You know, every once in a while, I'll get a DM or I'll meet one of you guys out in the wild. And, you know, people are always, oh, I love your TikTok. Oh, I I love your stand-up. But it always feels really special to me when someone brings up the podcast specifically because it feels sort of like this... I don't know, more like raw, authentic version of myself. It feels more like how I talk to my friends and family versus, you know, when I'm on, when I'm performing. So everyone who listens to the podcast, thank you for doing it. It means the world to me. I, I love, I love this outlet and I can't wait to continue to get better at it. Um, as we go into the second year, I have some hopes and dreams and plans. So Fingers crossed you'll see some changes, good changes coming to how Just Like Other Girls comes to life, but it's not going anywhere. It's here. I'm here. And I just want to thank you guys for listening for the past year and uh, being part of this journey with me and giving me the opportunity to do this. You know, if nothing else, I love hearing myself talk, obviously. So getting to just talk into a microphone for 30 minutes is probably the best part of my week. So (laughs) thank you for letting that happen.
Anyway, happy one year anniversary to you just like other girls. Um, but the reason that I even realized that it was the one year anniversary was because I was thinking about what I wanna talk about this week and Labor Day is right around the corner. It's this weekend. And I was just thinking about that end of summer feeling, that start of fall feeling. And I was like, I feel like I've talked about this before. And that's when I realized, oh, I've been through a full calendar year on this podcast. And you know what? I'm gonna talk about it again, but with a slightly new perspective. And I don't know, I just, I feel like this is such a, it's such a big moment the change from summer to fall. It just feels like the biggest moment. And I don't know why that is because, you know, to me, I, I think obviously there are the actual calendar dates that mark the seasons, you know, the solstices and the equinox, which by the way, I was like writing that down when I was going through my notes for what I want to talk about. And what a freaking tryhard of a word, equinox. It has a Q and an X and it starts with an E. Like that word is, that is a pick me word if I have ever seen one. It is, it's got all of the like unusual, exotic, I'm not like other letters. I'm not like other words kind of word, you know? And um, I don't know, I, to be fair, I actually like the word equinox. I think it's challenging to say, but fun to say. Um, this is not about the gym. I used to belong to Equinox. I no longer belong to Equinox, which some days I think is like the best thing. And some days that's a very tough subject for me because I miss those eucalyptus scented towels. If you know, you know. But anyway, I just feel like Equinox is a word that is going way harder than it needs to go. But my point is obviously the changing of the seasons, there are the like distinct calendar days that it happens. But to me, they're a little bit more metaphysical like it, summer ends on Monday if you ask me on Labor Day and I know that it doesn't actually end I know scientifically we are still in the summer season I know that the temperature is not going to suddenly drop 25 degrees just because we happen to be the first Tuesday in September or whatever it might be I, I, I understand that it doesn't actually end but spiritually emotionally in practice summer ends on Labor Day Summer starts on Memorial Day and ends on Labor Day. You have your three months. This probably goes back to all of our school calendars growing up, whatever it is. That is how the seasons move for me. And I think it's the same thing too, like going from fall to winter. Like once you go through Thanksgiving and you start to get into the Christmas season, I'm not waiting till December 21st for the winter solstice to feel like winter. Like the entire month of December is winter in my book, you know? And I just think that, this moment from Labor Day feels like this big cataclysmic shift in the way that we function. I really think that the mindset of summer and the mindset of fall are so drastically different in every way. Whereas like, I feel like going from spring to summer, that's like a very natural trickle of your mindset. And then also like from fall to winter, like Thanksgiving to Christmas, like that's a very natural trickle, it happens. But summer to fall, maybe this is just me, but to me, it, it's, it's a big shift. And I always, I, I love seasons. I've lived in New England my entire life. I've always grown up with four seasons. I love all four of them. And what I like about them is I, I appreciate them all, but then by the end of them, I'm sick of them and I'm ready for the next season. So I, I feel like I am lucky in that regard, I suppose. But like, 
By the end of summer, I am exhausted. I am burnt out. I am hungry for routine because I don't know. I feel like there's no routine in the summer, no matter what. I'm hungry for like less pressure. I feel like summer, while it is wonderful and fun and full of good things, is also full of like a lot of social pressure, whether that's just coming from yourself or coming from actual outside sources. I don't really know. But by the time Labor Day hits, I am almost always, I, I really can't think of a year in my life when I wasn't just like, all right, summer, you were great. I'm ready to shut the door and to move on into the fall. Maybe this is because I, just like other girls, am a basic fall bitch lover and I love that and I want to sing it from the rooftops and I'll be talking more about that as we get more into fall in earnest. Obviously, how could I not? But I, I feel very ready for fall. And in some ways, I had the busiest summer of my life. And in other ways, I almost didn't because it was it was so clear getting married and like having my bachelorette and all the wedding festivities and the honeymoon and all of that, like those were such clearly defined things that I was doing that kind of were almost agnostic of the summer. They just happened to be happening in the summer. To me, it took a lot of the summer pressure off of like, what am I doing this weekend? Am I making it to the beach enough? Did I like get invited to like enough cool outdoor things or whatever it might be? I was just sort of like one track mind. So in some ways that made my summer a little bit busier, but in other ways it made it more relaxing, if that makes any sense at all. But even still, I am ready for fall. Labor Day to me can be like a very important meditative reset. So I'm going to my in-laws house in Minnesota this weekend. So I will have a chiller. I'm traveling. So one of the things that I love about summer is how often you seem to be going places, whether that's with friends or you're just like trying to get away to go to the beach. If you live in a city, it's obviously wedding season. So you're going to your friend's weddings. People tend to vacation a little bit more in the summer um, because like work can be a little laxer. So one of the best parts of summer is that you're traveling, but one of the worst parts of summer is that you're traveling. So the, the thing that I look forward to the most in the fall is not packing a suitcase what feels like every week. I, I really feel like I am constantly packing a weekend bag all summer long. And this was before my job, before I was a touring comedian, where now that is part of my job. Even like every year of my adult life, summer has been sort of a litany of like, well, this weekend I'm going to this place and this weekend I'm going to this place. And I know that's very privileged and lucky and I'm grateful for those experiences, but it is also exhausting. It is exhausting. Traveling is so freaking tiring. And and it's it's not just the act of like getting from place to place. It really is. I hate packing. I hate packing more than anything. It is my least favorite chore. The only thing that I might hate more than packing is unpacking. And I want with all of my fiber to be one of those people that like comes home from a trip and immediately unpacks her suitcase and then it's done and I don't have to think about it. I want to be that girl so badly. I am not that girl. I have tried to be that girl. On occasion, I will successfully be that girl and I'm like, I'm the best person in the world. But the truth of the matter is I'm not. Like I I get home and I don't even unzip my suitcase. And sometimes that means I don't get my toothbrush out and I go to bed without brushing my teeth because it is too much effort to lie the suitcase on its back and open it. That is how I feel when I get home from traveling. 
And when you start to travel a lot and you start to do these weekend trips, like I definitely have a go bag, you know, like all of my travel size toiletries live in one place that just like comes and goes because I got so sick of putting deodorant in a cosmetics bag. I like couldn't do it anymore. So all of that is there, but there's still things you have to add, right? Because you have like your specific facial moisturizer that you don't have a travel size of that you need in both places. Or for me, it's always contacts. I'm always living in fear that I'm going to go somewhere without my contacts. So no matter the trip, no matter how many contacts are already in my toiletry bag, I'm still putting more in. So there's just an effort to it. And then you just start to feel unsettled because, so I got home last weekend from being at my parents' house in Rhode Island. And I'm, like I said, going to my in-laws house this weekend. So I got home on Sunday and I'm leaving on Friday am I really going to unpack all of the things that I have to pack just to repack them like two days apart? And like, yeah, obviously certain things, like I need a new pair of clothes or whatever. So like I need different clothes because we're doing different things or the ones that I had in Rhode Island are dirty, whatever. But like my toiletry bag, my hair dryer, like, am I really going to take that out of its suitcase, put it in the place it lives in my house and then put it back into my suitcase two days later, that feels like a waste of time. That does not feel efficient to me, right? So I'm coming at it from a place of efficiency, she said as a giant freaking excuse. But what that really means is that now for this entire week, there's just like a suitcase bubbling over with just crap sitting on my bedroom floor that I now have to step over every time I want to get to my desk or whatever. So that to me is like, a big feeling of summer is this constant feeling of a, a weekender, a getaway bag. You know what I mean? Like you have stuff, you're always sort of thinking about the next time you're going somewhere. And I know that's not true for everyone, but I do think even if you're not necessarily going away on weekends, and it's not even like I'm going on a plane every time, you know, sometimes I'm just like going to a friend's an hour away or something. I feel like people try to cram as much social activity into the summer as they possibly can, at least in this part of the world, like living in the Northeast, where the summer months feel so precious because you really only have beach days for so many days of the year, or you really only have like come over for a barbecue type weather so many days of the year. My point is, I feel like summer can get to be really jam-packed in a way that is fun and also totally depleting. Like I went to bed last night at 9 p.m. Like I am just, my body is revolting. It's like, stop. I don't want another cocktail. I don't want to travel anymore. I don't want, I, I just want to be home and I want to be in a routine. And I just think it is very hard to be in a routine in the summer. There's just too much variability. So the thing that I am so excited about is once I'm back from my trip to Minnesota and I'm home in my own apartment, in my own space, I can, I can nest. You know what I mean? Like that's, I can sort of make home really feel like a home because it, I'm going to be here for enough time and not just like be here in this physical space of like in New York city, I am literally going to be in my own apartment more because I just think your social calendar lightens up a little bit. And even on days when you don't have something to do in the summer, you're still like, I should be outside. I should be doing this. Like the coziness of fall that we all love. The coziness of fall begets 
being home more frequently and in a more meaningful way for whatever reason. So I'm excited to just get into the routine of like, these are the meals I cook every day. This is, you know, when I do X, Y, and Z. I, I want to, people talk a lot about spring cleaning. I think fall cleaning is even better when you start to like go through your clothes and get rid of stuff. I always end up reorganizing in the fall. I don't know what it is, but I just like something comes over me and I'm like, all of this should actually be here and we should move this. And so like, God bless, good luck to my kitchen because next week the spice racks are coming out and I just, I know it's going to happen. That to me is a very fall moment. Um, I know Tinks talks about this a lot about like that idea of a fall reset. And I think it's again, because like that was always the start of the school year, which for 18 years of our lives, more than that, 21 years of our lives was the start of a new chapter. And so even though we are far past being in school, I think that sort of like intrinsic feeling of like, I need to start a new chapter with the fall. I just think it, it's hard to shake. So every fall, I sort of feel like I want to take on some new challenges. I want to try some new things. I feel like I have the time to do it. Um, I probably will start rewatching Gilmore Girls again because it's Star's Hollow season. We all know that. And I just, I, I just feel like fall always comes at the right time. <laughs> it's like, duh, fall comes when fall comes. And, and I guess it's my mindset happens to be in the right place, but like, by the time we get to this week, this week of Labor Day, and I always have a Labor Day plan, whether, you know, I, my parents live, you know, by the beach. So most years I would do that, or I would like go somewhere with friends or this year I'm going to my in-laws, whatever it is. I always, it's a long weekend. So there is this feeling of like, it's easier to leave home and, and take time off and, and have that long weekend. So I feel like every Labor Day I I'm going somewhere and doing something for Labor Day and even leading into it all I can think about is getting on the other side of it and just like getting to be home for a hot minute by the end of by the end of August I feel exhausted I feel malnourished in some capacity because like I don't know you're you're eating fried fish or you're drinking cocktails or you're eating just a million hot dogs. And I love a hot dog. I think hot dogs are amazing, but like they don't necessarily feel the best once they are in your stomach. They might taste the best, but they don't feel the best. So, and I just feel like stressed by the end of summer because there has been sort of, like I said earlier, this pressure to like always have summer plans. There's also like the pressure of like, it's a nice day, I should be outside. But like the truth of the matter is I just wanna be inside. And I love nature, I love being outside, I love the sun, I'm like a sun worshiper. But at the same time, like I'm also a homebody and I like to be at home and I just feel really guilty when I do that in the summer in a way that like in the fall, I feel indulgent in the best way. So I don't know how you guys feel. I am so excited that it is fall and fall is gonna be, it's just gonna be great. I, I just feel it. Every year I just feel like fall is gonna bring something exciting for me. Even if that exciting thing is just how pretty the leaves look, you know, like there's just, there's, I, I love the crisp air. I love, I hate being hot. I think part of the reason you guys may or may not know this, I was a figure skater growing up and I tried a lot of different sports and I genuinely think the reason that I took to figure skating in the beginning was because I literally couldn't stand being hot. And so like I tried to play soccer, I tried to play tennis and I just like, 
I feigned heat stroke once in soccer practice because I was like done with that shit. So I don't like being hot. I, I like a cool breeze. I like needing a jacket or a sweater, like the coziness. I, I mean, it's so basic, but it's basic for a reason. It's basic because it rolls. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I hope all of you guys have really fun Labor Day plans because I do think that like, even though I've said a million times, I'm ready for fall. I do also think of Labor Day as like summer's last hurrah. And so there is, again, to go to the pressure, but at the same time, the excitement of like, I'm so excited that when I'm away at Labor Day, like I get to go to the lake. That's a, that's a Minnesota thing. If you are also from the Northeast, you're probably like the lake, how random. Nope, we have lakes in the Midwest. I'm learning. Um, no, but I get to be on the lake. I get to be jumping in the water. I get to be we're golfing, like we're doing like outdoor summery things and kind of just like relishing in that final moment of summer and giving it a send off, you know, and it'll be back next year. So it's not, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, okay, summer's over, but it's, it's going to come back and we're going to live through it all again. And we're going to be so excited when Memorial Day hits that like it's finally summer. And at the beginning of summer, you just have everything to look forward to all those weddings, those beach days, those weekends away. Um, you're not tired yet by it. So now I'm just talking about the passage of time. I told you guys I'm depleted. I'm exhausted. And you can tell because my brain is, is working badly <laughs> and so badly. In fact, that the only word I could think of was badly, which is not very exciting. But yeah, all this, none of this, by the way, is to say that I'm like anti-summer. Like I said, I love all of the seasons. I really do. And, and summer is one of the best. There's no denying that. Well, there's only four of them and I love all four. So, but my point is like summer is so much fun, but because of all that fun, that is why at the end you just sort of feel ready for it to be over because you can only be, you can only be on a bender for so long. And that makes it sound like I had a way more exciting summer than I did, but it wasn't a bender, but it, it was a busy summer. It was a packed summer. It was a great summer. Um, but I, I'm, I'm ready to, to close the door on that chapter. So that got a little repetitive, I suppose, at the end, but that's how I'm feeling. Uh, short and sweet, you know, we all have places to be. It's still that crazy hecticness. Everyone is probably going somewhere or doing something over Labor Day that has them feeling busy. So short and sweet little episode. Uh, once again, I just want to thank you guys for listening. Please consider sharing the podcast. You know, the more people that listen, the more I get to do with it. So, you know, tell a friend, tell your mom, tell your boyfriend that you want them to listen to just like other girls. So then you guys can talk about it and you can talk about your own summer exhaustion and fall excitement. I don't know what it is, but regardless, whether you share it or not, thank you so much for listening. It, it means the world to me. Like I said at the beginning, this is one of my favorite outlets that I have, and it's definitely the most off the cuff. I think you guys can feel that with how sometimes my brain just like stops functioning in the middle of sentences while I'm doing this podcast. But it feels like a really fun way for me to connect with you guys as a person instead of as a, a character and as a comedian. So I am very grateful for the opportunity to do it. And that's because of people like you who listen and yeah, give it a like, give it a rating. I don't know, all the things. You can also watch it on YouTube now if you're interested in a visual aid. Um, but of course you can always continue to keep listening to it on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. Until next week, when we are officially in the fall, unofficially, officially, 
I'm Shannon Fiedler. This was just like other girls. Have a wonderful Labor Day weekend, all of my lovely followers and friends, and I will talk to you next week.